Hello and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges, and I'm delighted to introduce to you my dear friend, Andrea Luzon. Andrea, before we dive into our interview, I'd love to just hear a little bit about your mothering journey and your work. Thank you, Isabel, so much for having me. This is such a fun opportunity. I get to practice going live more often because I do love going live. So I, I, in the last few years, my work has been catalyzing biofields. Mm-hmm. So I tap into the energy of my clients and then work with them one-on-one to help them step into their a more awakened state, their power, their freedom, their purpose. And it's really what lights me up. I'm I wouldn't, I wouldn't rather, I wouldn't rather be doing anything else. Oh, I love that. You're doing exactly what you desire to be doing. That's wonderful. And you did ask me about my mothering journey. Would you like me to expand on that? Would you please? Yeah. So what brought me to studying reconnective healing as an energy modality really was, it's interesting how there was definitely a breaking point that happened just a couple of years ago. And yet it was really, the seed was planted. Well, the, the seed was planted in my youth, but I had stopped listening to my intuition. I had stopped listening to my own empowerment story about 10 years prior to that breaking point. I um, moved back to the Midwest after being a globetrotter, feeling very free, being in my body, being in my intuition, came back to the Midwest and bought a house, met the man that I was going to be with. And I started to interpret these stories that I had to change my way of being like that to have a house with all this, you know, a large payment, all these responsibilities. So I started making choices that were based on safety, Mm. based on what I thought the world needed of me, what my new peer group needed, what my new family needed. And I just shut, shut it down. I just kind of was going la 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 la. And so for about 10 years of just making the safe choice again and again and again, I basically came to my knees. Mm. I called a dear friend who has a lot of leadership experience, a lot of feminine empowerment in her leadership style. And um, thankfully she answered and said, here are some amazing tools that I use. And, and here's part of the path that I've walked. If you're interested and you think it will serve you, go do these things. And I absolutely took her advice. I had to swallow a lot of pride, had to pay some money, but really what, what it was costing me in my life to just keep playing small and keep not listening to who I knew I was deep down, like who I innately am inside. It was literally killing me. So I was just so happy that I knew a strong leader, a strong feminine leader I could call. Mm, That's amazing. I know so many of the moms watching this will be able to relate to that feeling of just not being able to do it alone and needing someone, needing someone who's a couple of rungs higher on the ladder to kind of say, this is the way you can do it. Absolutely. I'm so grateful to that. And yes, in that 10 years there, I have twins that are seven. So um, yeah, so it was, I really could tell 
I didn't want them to grow up looking at their mom, just being an automaton, you know, and, and selling out and um, really not, not listening to her own guidance, not taking healthy risks. So yeah, it was, it was, it was just such a succession of things. And I wish I had stayed, part of me wishes that I had stayed on my path of spirituality and intuition Mm -hmm. before the 10 years. You know, I was, I was, oh man, I was in so many groups and just really loving myself. Mm. And part of me wishes I hadn't turned off the faucet. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't, if I hadn't gone through those last 10 years, I don't think I would be as ready as I am now to lead in this spiritual leadership empowerment kind of way. I love it. Oh my goodness. What I hear you saying is just like, you, you are in the cycle, like you are in the life cycle and we have our highs, which you experienced maybe in your twenties. And then you went through a dark period and you're back into the light. And as cycles go, you know, it'll keep spinning and nothing will ever change, be the same. Right. So we're always in that cycle of change. Yeah, thank you. That actually, I, I, I really love that visual of, you know, the heroine's journey of the dark and the light. And, and also what you said about us bringing each other up. I don't know if you've heard the crab bucket mentality. I know you and I have done some similar uh, oh, work. Tell us, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so the crab, the crab bucket, what's really interesting, if you see, I think any, any variety of crab, but if you shove them all in a deep bucket, eventually... Uh, one of them will get to the rim and it will start to lift itself up. And there's something about the crab mentality that they see that happening and they, they grab it and the crab ends up coming back down. It ends up getting back stuck. It returns to that stuck place. And so I feel what your group, what your leadership group, group does and what our work as women on this planet is, is to get to that rim Get, get up there all the way or be moving on the other side and then reach back in, reach back in Ooh. and down and like lift up the next one. Really hug. Oh, I literally have what I call God bumps. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. that really, yeah, that visual is so powerful of like, and it's true, right? If we, in the past, the past model is that others you know, other women, this is the sister wound, which really originates in the mother wound. It's that feeling of like, don't shine too bright. You don't want to offend anyone. And we pull each other in the past. We pull each other down, right? And that, okay. but that's old. That's like in the past. The new way is to lift each other up and to link mm-hmm. arms, which is what you and I are doing right now. And to say, let's let's go there together. And maybe even we're going different places, but like, let's go there together. Let's be in this with each other. We're not islands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think even when I was watching some of my favorite empowered women shine, Mm -hmm. you know, five to 10 years ago, or, you know, seven to 10 years ago, watching their light shine so bright was kind of terrifying. Like um, my best friend, as she gave a Ted talk, six, I don't know how many years ago. And I remember watching it and I felt trepidation. Like I felt my heart pounding. Uh, Speaking on stage is not, has not typically in the past been my favorite thing to do in the world. 
but it's, it's like, it brought up so much fear in me to see her really going for it. Mm. And I love, I love that we are now stepping more to a place where we're not afraid of each other's power. And we're not afraid of seeing a woman wear bright lipstick or bright clothes or wild hair or dancing, you know, without feeling inhibited. I feel like, and I've experienced dancing in your, in your group that you offer each month, just so much joy and so much being held by one another. And I love that you are another woman who's creating that. Well, you, you use the word fear for me. The word is jealousy. You know, mm. I, when that, when that jealousy, that, you know, green gremlin starts to rear its ugly head, it, yeah. that's like a message for me. Oh, I am feeling jealousy, but uh, not to shoot the messenger, but to receive the message, which is often, I want that. I want to be, whether it's up on that stage or wearing red lipstick or shining bright. It's not that I wish her ill. It's just that I want to be in, you know, my Dharma as well. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. That's really opening it up for me that it's not that you want to pull that crab getting over the edge. It's not that we want to pull her back down, but it's like, Oh my gosh, I want to get out too. (laughs) I want to feel unstuck yeah. and uninhibited too. Which is part of the awakening, right? It's part of what yeah. it means to be awake is to feel like there is enough. There is an abundance of what, whether it's limelight or money or, um, you know, whatever our dream is, there is enough. There is enough for all of us. And if I want it, then... I'm worthy of having it. And so are you. And so are you. And so are you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And like, whether, yeah, like romantic love, you know, you see a couple, you know, just swooning over each other and maybe it's an old love or maybe it's a new love, but you are, what we're taught is to compare it to our own romantic relationship or not yet having a partnership. And yeah. So to not get into that story, but to just see, to notice, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm craving that. I get to look at how, how can I bring that into my life and also wish her well. Both. Yeah. They, that they go hand in hand. Yeah. So I just want to ask you, what does it mean to you to be awakened? I feel as though that is constantly evolving, constantly evolving. And I know we have, we talked a little bit earlier about what are our practices. And um, for me, I I know a big part of what pushed me onto this path was also not just noticing that I'd turned off the faucet of my power, my intuition, my sensuality, but also one of my children struggles a lot with impulse control and uh, defiance. And so often I can say something like, hey, we're going to the park, which I know is one of his favorite experiences, but because transitions are so challenging that this big wall comes up and it ends up, uh, we start to feel at odds. And so I really feel as though uh, part of the reason I came into this work is so I can stay present Mm. and awake when these disturbances are popping up in my life. And that I, instead of going into the old me, the old me would go straight into a panic story 
yeah. of, I can't control the situation, you know, and I'm not aware, I was not aware of it previously, but it really was all those old stories coming up, like a story of, um, I wasn't heard as well as I wanted to be when I was mm -hmm. younger. And so when, you know, it's something like I, the park, going to the park also brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And when I'm getting this um, disturbance in regards to, you know, you can't have the park, I re I'm refusing to put on shoes, then all of a sudden I'm finding that uh, panic, um, sort of like, like the anger or the, just the upset, the, the disturbance and the upset was typically my first response, my first place to go. So what I'm learning now is that I really feel like being more awakened is about stepping back into our authenticity. Mm. Who do I want to be? And I think I'm, I know we've talked a bit about, you know, how can we breathe? How can we take a breath in that moment before I'm responding from the ego or responding mm. from that wounded, that woundedness story? Um, so can I breathe? Can I check in? Um, can I seek first to understand before asking to be understood? Yeah. And and as 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 I share that, I'm also still in the struggle, still experiencing that. Uh, you know, here's the here's your favorite chocolate bar. Would you like it? No. <laughs> so it's really it's really different. So I'm finding that this practice, that this work. Um, so knowing, learning more about the energy work, learning more about personal transformation and leadership, is marrying so well with being a better mother. Hmm. Yeah. Being a mom is one of the greatest uh, personal development <laughs> strategies, right? There's so much to learn inside of this role <laughs> about mm -hmm. ourselves, about each other, about life. Yeah. So yeah. you have a Facebook community called Awake Free Expansive Community. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So what does it mean to be free? Wow. Well, we talked about dancing in an uninhibited way. And so I really, I, I love the nickname Liberation Co-Captain. Andrea Luzon, your Liberation Co-Captain. Yes. And I really feel like, you know, who am I to step into that role? Because each of us are our own captain. Mm. But how, how much has it helped me to pull in the expertise of, you know, beautiful leaders, you know, like yourself and your mother's empowerment circle. I mean, even just being a part of that group, it gives me more tools and more tools to wake up to that free aspect of myself. Like I, I know that that's who I innately am. I've done a, a, I feel like I've done a thousand personality tests and they all talk about like, loving people, loving communication, relating to others, being enthusiastic. And I, I know that's who I innately am. And then um, the woundedness story and the ego because of some uh, programming and some paradigm creation when I was younger, the, pro the personality in front of all of that beautiful communication and enthusiasm sometimes is a rigidness, like rigidness, yeah. control, um, my way or the highway. 
And so I really, I know that I am free yeah. underneath, underneath that ego talk and that woundedness talk. I know that underneath is this woman who just wants to dance, just wants to skip her way to the park, you know, let yeah. the dog run free, let the kids run free, let myself run free, play tag and look really silly in front of all the other mothers because I'm swinging from the, you know, all the bars and running up the slide, you know, going the wrong way up the slide. But I want, I really, I, I know I want to be her so yeah. much. I just get to break through all of the, all of the old story. Totally. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Uh, what's, what comes up for me when you say that, especially around movement or dancing or playing is um, like performance that so often as women, dancing is about performing and what it looks like and for me I'm like I have two left feet like I'm I feel so insecure around um what I look like when I'm dancing and yet it brings me so much joy to move my body and um and so for me what I hear you saying is that it's I'm free when I can dance for me even in public, which we're not doing right now, but um, virtually in public, right? When I'm dancing with my sisters in a, you know, a virtual setting even, I'm not dancing for them, I'm dancing for me. To me, that is free, that's freedom. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Shake it. Shake it, baby. <laughs> so, Lastly, what does it mean to be expansive? I feel like I'm just going to continue to repeat back. Um, you were just so gracious to be a part of a series that I'm putting together called Living Limitless. And it really is about expanding beyond the self-imposed limitation. Yeah. And even though we say self-imposed, a lot of times our limitations don't feel like they're coming from the self. They feel like they're coming from the outside world. But really, I, I believe that it is that you, you or I, I accepted someone else's idea of the truth for me. That's the point during my life. You know, don't dance like that. Don't dance so big. Don't be so loud. You know, your opinion is wrong or you need to do this better. And so we, we start listening to all of these messages coming in from teachers, peers, parents, our community. And we start to say, okay, well, I have to be like this to fit in here and be liked and do and be this and do this and think this. And we just shove ourselves into a smaller and smaller and smaller box. Yeah. And so I really feel like, when we tap into what, what is the box I've created for myself? That is when it's like that awareness. Yeah. What are my limiting beliefs and how did I get here? And then I get to start peeling off, you know, peeling, peeling my way out of the box, you know, layer by layer or, or how, how, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's just a huge explosion and you're just, you're just out and you just have this huge breakthrough moment or you start having tiny epiphanies as you're, you know, peeling back one, one space of the box and you know a foot comes out and you pull 
you know, you open another space and then an elbow comes out, but we slowly expand in that we free ourselves from our old story. So, so beautiful. Yeah. So many different ways to expand too, right? Like just, I feel like we can expand our hearts. We, we can expand our mindset. We can, you know, expand our, the people that we spend time with and relate to all the different ways to uh, get bigger rather than smaller. So good. So good. Well, Andrea, you have so generously offered to share a free gift with this community. And I love it so much. Will you share a little bit about it? Yes. So in my last few years of study, I have taken the top 10 shifts that you can incorporate into your life. Maybe one resonates with you. Maybe all 10 speak to you. So it's a, a journey. It's 10 steps. 10 ways to move beyond your old story up level to your greatness. And I will make sure that there's a link right here in this chat. And I know that we're publishing this elsewhere in the future, but I will make sure that that link is live. I also invite anyone who's interested. It's, um, it's uh, awake free community is I think the, uh, the end of the Facebook address, but it's the awake free expansive community. And so I welcome you. I welcome you to come in and join with me. I am. I do have a six-month program starting April first, and it will involve energy work with me, as well as support, guidance, and accountability. And I really feel like accountability is something that I was really craving the last few years, and so I am providing that that cradle, that network for the the women who want to join with me. So, so, so beautiful. Well, thank you again for being here. If you have questions, uh, you can leave them in the comments inside of the Facebook group. Um, and Andrea, I can't wait to continue our conversation and have you back in the group for a future connection. Mamas, take care. And we'll see you later. Bye. That's all for today, my friends. But here's what I want you to remember. The roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. See you on the next episode of the Mother's Empowerment Podcast.